You're listening to Nicholas Acosta, host of the podcast Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Nick sits down with guests to talk about real estate and how it works. Enjoy the episode. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Nicholas Acosta coming to you live here on Tuesday. Um, and uh, with the Home to All Inclusive All Inclusive Real Estate Podcast, uh, today I have a special guest. Uh, his name is Dave Knight uh, with RentSmartUSA.com, uh, property manager, management investor, and real estate broker. How's it going, Dave? Nick, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, doing well. That's uh, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I, I have to. I have to say, you have a very, very fancy intro. I appreciate. It, it looks really good. Very professional. Oh, <laughs> I had awesome. a, a one of my EXP colleagues in California put that together for me. So awesome. Cool. Thank you, though. Cool. Thank you for having me on. No worries. So, Dave, yeah, just uh, kind of an open discussion here today. Just wanted to find out what's going on with the property management side of the business uh, during COVID nineteen. I know we talked a little bit offline before the show yeah. about you guys have adapted and it seems like you guys adapted really well. Let us know what, what let the listeners know what you guys are doing to, to adapt to it. Okay. Fair enough. And, and uh, my company rent smart USA, we, we manage property here in central Florida from Daytona through Orlando, down the I four corridor to Polk County out to Brevard County. So we cover a large area. And so, as far as the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, uh, we had to address uh, issues and concerns and also keep in mind the legal ramifications if we don't, okay? Uh, we just don't want to get a letter from Morgan & Morgan, right? Exactly. <laughs> so first things first, and, and anyone in the realtor community, um, the showings, the showing aspects of, of a property has has been the biggest concern. Once you once you agree, I Nick? definitely agree. I've had to change my way of doing things with masks and gloves and social distancing for sure. Yes. Okay, great. So we sent out a notice to all of our clients on on how we were going to be doing things. Okay, and and first things first is that we don't go physically show a property. We don't open the door for you. Okay, so we employed a third-party uh, app called Tenant Turner, and there's several. There's Show Mojo, there's Rently, there's Tenant Turner. Those are the big three in the property management business. So now we have self showings. And, oh, excuse me, client. I'll get right back to you. No, no worries. It's all good. <laughs> Please text me, and I'm going to put this on vibrate. So. So what we do is all of our listings that we have uh, listed, okay, uh, if, you, if a prospective tenant is interested in seeing the property, uh, they would contact, uh, per the advertising, they would contact our third party. Our third party then pre-screen them for our criteria. Uh, they would also get uh, an ID, and they would also get a payment from a credit card. And once they pass all those tests and do all those things, which are very simple, just done online, they would then receive a showing time with a special code for them to go to the property and show themselves the property. When they're done, they put the key back in the lockbox and report 
on their app whether or not they want to pursue uh, doing an application or if they have additional questions then we would get on our computer screen what those additional questions are and we would reach out to those people and answer those questions and then if they want to start the process of application then we would just steer them right to our website where they can do all the application do the application right online isn't that great that's awesome i like yeah. that i mean yes. that's probably going to be things that we're going to hear in the for the real estate side or the buyer side and selling side that we're going to probably have to adapt to like for instance they have uh what do you call it like with well with amazon regular amazon like when you order a package or something i think they have an option now where you can Ha I think they're working on this or they're working in some states on this that you can have the option where the Amazon delivery person can leave the package inside like a coding thing like with a digital lock or something to get it in so I can see that kind of thing um, spilling over into like the real estate buying and selling side as well in the future because you know we don't know what's gonna happen in the future or how long we're gonna have to be you know socially distanced and of course obviously due to natural fears in, in human society People are going to be kind of hesitant to be around or get close to each other, which is understandable. Um, I really think that's a very innovative idea that you guys are doing for sure. I really like that idea. So, correct. Cool. Thank, thank you. You got to use technology. I, I mean, today's in today's age, especially in the property management business, it's all about automation. You have to automation. Uh, you have to use automation in your company. You have to streamline your company. Otherwise, you become unprofitable and then out of business exactly mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah I, I couldn't agree more on that that's for sure like with me when I first started doing these shows on Facebook live it was originally I was doing with zoom meetings and yeah. then I was told about StreamYard, which in terms of automation now like the stream will actually be on multiple platforms at the same time so in okay. terms of larger basically reach a larger audience like you're talking about the whole automation thing um, I've worked with uh, Yvonne Sandoval of GetLover365.com and she's my marketing person. Uh, but she's also, uh, before this happened, before we had the lockdown orders from the governor, I had to actually set up automation for emails and automation for postcards. Where yeah. it's like a one year, you know, each year it's a set it and forget it type uh, mentality, which like you're talking about the automation. That's the way we have to be nowadays because um, with less face-to-face -face contact you just kind of have to remind the clients or the buyers or renters or, or anything out anyone out there hey i'm here for you if you need me for anything let me know just like with your business we're here to help so i like uh, that. yeah cool. I, I agree with you 100 and and uh this platform is dynamite and i just got off the phone with an hour-long consultation with uh um with a, a homeowner who lives in uh, north carolina um there's there's no need to meet at the home anymore in order to do a consultation it can be done in this platform right now with a screen share you share the screen there you go right there i go right to my management company and we just go right 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 through uh the the bullet points of what we offer and the benefits uh, that we offer to the client and i even play some of my videos to them right while we're doing a, a, a video consultation like this it's awesome. It really is. No, that's I definitely, and I actually have um, after you know going through your website since the first one we talked on Facebook Messenger. Um, yeah. I actually have a, a client of mine that's from 
New York City. That uh, interesting story, real quick, is that they're from they live in Manhattan, but um, they actually had to go to Long Island and stay with friends of theirs because yes. they were living. They live in like I think it was a, a studio apartment in Manhattan. Yeah. And because of the lockdown and his wife um, basically was working from home instead of an office because of what's going on. Mm-hmm. That they actually had to go into stay with family, friends in Long Island in a bigger place because, um, you know, tight quarters, as we all know, um, especially in, you know, up in New York and like that. Um, right. But uh, basically what it is, is that they're looking to do a three to six month kind of lease uh, in the Avalon Park area of Orlando. Um, oh, wow. But after this call today, I'm going to uh, send them your website for sure because I just started talking to him late last night and have him give you your information as an alternative for him because they're looking something temporarily down in Florida uh, because so like we were talking about before offline is that, you know, basically even in the real estate market for buying parts instead of buying houses and also renting, um, homes are essential in the, in our, our, in our life and you have to have shelter. Yeah. Um, four walls and a roof, right? Exactly. And if anything, I, I feel like that, uh, in terms of the, uh, real estate buying side, it's only gotten, uh, for at least for me, and, and I'm sure other colleagues said that this as well, that, uh, it's gotten busier for me during this lockdown. Um, anything. So, um, because we need, well, one is people are probably going to get tired of this current space they live in because they've been in there for two months or more. Um, and also they need, or a bigger house that they need, um, like an office space. And I'm sure that's the same way with rentals that people are going to probably look for, you know, maybe bigger properties or bigger houses to rent versus smaller ones in the future. What do you think? Yeah. If you have a big property that you're looking to rent, please give me a call. I'd love to help you. (laughs) Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Can we, can we we shift gears a bit? I'd like to go into uh, the ramifications of of the CARES Act and also the ramifications of, uh, uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, his uh, uh, moratorium on foreclosures and, uh, and evictions. Can we discuss that, please? Sure. Yes. Okay. Excellent. So uh, I believe it's May 18th is when the moratorium will be lifted on foreclosures and evictions. Um, so if you own a rental home right now, okay, you're an investor and you have a tenant who's not paying, you cannot deliver them a three-day pay or quit. You can't. You can deliver them a notice of, hey, you're behind on your payments, and this can be the ramifications. Okay, you're behind on your payments. We are uh, investors right now are in a very tough spot. So hopefully, courts will be opening soon. And when courts do open, there's going to be a flood of evictions going on. And unfortunately, there's a lot of tenants out there who are gaining this, who are gaining the system and. And ultimately, it's the wrong mindset, but they believe they can get away with not paying pay, uh, not paying rent. However, one day very soon, they will have to uh, pay the piper. Right. So uh, if you do own an investment property and uh, your tenant's not paying, uh, posting a three-day pay or quit is not going to do you any good. After the 18th, then you can then you can post a pay or quit and start eviction proceedings. Now that's the moratorium that Governor DeSantis uh, issued uh, roughly 40 days ago. The CARES Act, which was uh, hastily um, 
or just rush, I'd say, rush right through Congress. Uh, what, what about 45 days ago as well? Uh, if you own a rental property and if it isn't paid in full or if it is the or if it's mortgaged by a federally backed mortgage such as Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Jenny, okay, you are not allowed to evict anybody until sometime in uh, August. And then they get 30 days to the tenants if they're not paying, then they get 30 days to uh, come up with monies owed. So it looks like for those, and if they don't, they get another free month in the property. So it looks like September for a lot of, of, of property investors to be able to get their case heard in court. Hmm. And that, my friends, is a shame. Right. What do you think? I completely, that's, I completely agree with you. That That's a shame that how slow this whole process is and that, that we should come up with a better way to help people out there that are, when we come into these, I know this is like the first time and probably in a long, long time, it's like this is a government mandated shutdown that we had uh, versus like 2008 with the, the, you know, the market crash back in 08, which was different. That was market driven. And this one was the government said, hey, you can't, um, go to work. You can't work in a salon anymore. You can't work at a barbershop. You can't work at a restaurant or a bar. And all your the money that they rely on, which is mostly tips, let's be real, um, to pay their rent every month. Um, all their income was, you know, slashed significantly or taken completely away from them because they were told that you have to stay at home. And on top of that, and not to get any into any sidetrack on this, but of course, with our antiquated uh, unemployment system in the state of Florida. Um, yeah, exactly. So that's why these people are so behind now because they put in applications and I, I think it was like maybe, I don't know, 1% or 5%, I think it was that I heard or read somewhere that um, uh, Orlando Sentinel or something like that where only 1% of claims have been acknowledged or worked on so far. And that's ridiculous because this is the year 2020. We're supposed to be in a, a modern society and and we, we're supposed to be one of the greatest nations in the in the world. And oh, hold on, we are we are the greatest nation in the world. Yeah, exactly. No, we are definitely. And no, I agree with you on that. Um, yeah. No, yeah, it's what I'm saying is like, yeah, I I completely agree. And but I I like to you know have there's got to be definitely better things in place to help people because you know when we have this, this is not anything. This is not a choice for people to be out of work. Obviously, as we know. No, it's a it's a damn shame. It really, really is. Yeah. I mean, today, uh, uh, today, uh, uh, Steak and Shake claim they will not be opening up their restaurants. Golden Corral, they're out of business. I mean, uh, a twenty four hour fitness out of business. There is just so many companies that will never open up again. So many mom and pop eateries, uh, retail uh, mom and pop businesses, never to open up again. And here in Orlando, we have about 20% unemployment. And those 60 million people a year that come to visit us, they're not coming no more. Right. It, it, or, the, well, they're not coming now, obviously, but it's going to take months and months and months for things to get back to normal because Mr. Mickey Mouse, he, huh. Mr. Mickey Mouse drives the economic engine of, of Central Florida. And when Mickey Miss, and when and when and when the mouse is closed, so is so many other businesses, and it's it's such a shame. 
which leads to the next point. The next 6, 12, 18, 24 months, we are going to see such a huge rash of foreclosures in our marketplace. And it's a shame. We have 8 million people in America now that have uh, applied for forbearance. And Nick, I'm sure you understand forbearance is not forgiveness. Forbearance means that you just don't have to pay your principal and interest on your mortgage. However, three, six, nine, 12 months that you know you may uh, negotiate to not pay the uh, the interest and payment, the, uh, the the mortgage, they, it will come due and you will have to pay the piper. Just like all these other uh, tenants that are not paying the rent, there will be a day of reckoning and it's not going to be nice. Oh, I, I can already, I can already know that's happening. Like when you're talking about our economy here, that's driven by Mr. Mickey Mouse and obviously also Mr. Harry Potter. Yes, all <laughs> good. I kept thinking about Mr. Harry Potter when you said Mr. Mickey Mouse. Um, it's all good, but um, you're, you're right because we're the state of Florida, as we all know, and I know you know that we're we're basically you know our economy is tourist driven. Um, yeah. I lived in St. Pete for my whole life, and that was near the beaches and. Um, you know, when we had, I'm sure right now that they're struggling big time too, because they depend on the hotels along the coast and things like yeah. that. Orlando, yeah. we have the theme parks and we have hotels in Orlando as well. Uh, it's just so weird. Like when we go to take a drive or have to run errands or whatever, um, of course we do our, follow our safety, you know, social distancing practices, but it's just so weird. Like today I saw I, I4 had a lot of traffic on it and it was weird. But also, you know, those over-the-head displays, the LED signs on, like, the 408 or i4 that says, you know, Amber Alert or whatever, usually. Now it says, keep your safe distance on the road, but also in the uh, in public, is what it says. <laughs> Out in public. Is what they, that's what they put on the message board today. Yeah, that's that's so what it was kind of entertaining. Was, this is so weird to see that because we're a state of being at the beach, going to the theme parks, yeah. and it's weird to be distance apart from each other right now so yeah it's great it really really is and, and it's going to take months and months and months for uh things to quote unquote get back to normal and when they do um it, it, with all this media blitz everywhere you go it's brainwashing people where where they feel that they have to elbow bump you or not or not hug you right um, it, it's, it's just a shame. It really, really is. It really is. So uh, another thing, Nick, I, I want to talk about is, again, you know, investing in real estate. And it's not a plug for my business, but if you have ever thought about getting involved or getting uh, or, or investing in real estate, folks, get your ducks in a row because there's going to be a fire sale, not things burning down, but things are going to be really discounted. Properties are going to be really discounted throughout Florida coming soon. It's going to take a while for everything to pan out. For Just like, for instance, in 2000, uh, 2000, third quarter of 2007 is when the market crashed. So that was the beginning of the, of, of the big bubble of that time period. But when you think about it, it wasn't until the first quarter of 2011 where the real estate market hit rock bottom. And it made that's 24 months roughly, and it's 24, 25 months. So 
it's going to take just as long possibly for the ramification of this whole mess to really be felt in the real estate market. Do you agree? I agree completely. Um, yeah, we haven't seen the, as, and I hate to say this, but it's the honest truth. We haven't seen the worst of it yet. It's no, uh, not even close, not even close. And, and anybody that's, um, saying out there that, Oh, everything's going to be fine here forward. I, the, to me, they're living living with a blind eye to the the the, the market or the economic indicators. Right. Uh, I knew obviously the pan. You know, I knew there was a shift coming to the real estate market. Obviously, we didn't know that it was going to take a pandemic to kind of accelerate the start of it. Not even close to what it's going to be because uh, we haven't seen that yet. But basically, the you know as you as we know, it feels like the, the definitely the pandemic kind of. Uh, got us to the shifts to start earlier, but um, I don't. I can tell you right now that um, that I had a feeling that this was going to happen because you know things have been going well for so long and things have been going really, really well in, in the economy. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, "There's got to be eventually these prices are going to have to, you know, give in and the prices yeah. are going to go down." It's they're getting too expensive for some of these houses. Not some of the Orlando houses that are like I look at the prices and like from a year ago, they're the prices are like you see the size of the house, the condition of the house, and I look at the price. I run the comps. Like I showed a couple properties to a buyer a few months ago. Um, they you know did a little bit of um, updating. They, maybe they changed the tile floor in the kitchen. The original 1980s cabinets. The roof needed to be replaced. The air conditioner was rusted outside and old, and they they. They increased the price by I don't know. They raised it like twenty thousand dollars over what the comps say it should have been, and that house, that particular property, because I keep an eye on um, the properties that I show to see how they, you know, where they, how they fare out in terms of price. And yeah. On days on market, and that house is still sitting on the market. They actually have that property um, listed on the MLS for sale, but they also have it on the MLS for rent. And the rent amount they want is like twenty three, twenty four hundred dollars. And I went in there with my client, and I we saw the house a few months ago before the lockdown. And she's like, "What do you think about the price?" I said, "Well, I ran the comps, and all the houses that are exactly alike around it sold for like four, twenty thousand dollars less in the last week or whatever it was at the time." And that was in the day; those were the days before this pandemic lockdown, where um, when I go show houses in Orlando, there would be six parties of people waiting outside the door. That the realtors on they had obviously were using showing time and yeah. they were having to you know say please only make your request through showing time at this time because we have so many back-to-back -back requests and then like every 15 minutes was the rule at that time instead of normally you could spend you know you can ask for 30 minutes sometimes you can get 40 minutes or whatever depending on the demand but in that time it was like basically we only had 10 to 15 minutes total to go through the house for the buyer to um you know get an idea what the house looked like um but as soon as that the COVID-19 and then the lockdown occurred, uh, we went from lines at the door to see houses for sale to like, I went and showed something to somebody, of course, with a mask gloves and we were six feet apart and I know the person well enough and we know each other's health condition. Um, but my point is, is that I would, while she was looking at one part of the other side of the house. So I was keeping my distance. I kept looking out the window. I'm like, okay, this is such a beautiful new construction house. The price is right, and then I hear like I'll hear like a door shut and think, oh, maybe there's a, a realtor outside because it was one of the go and show lockbox only. Don't need yeah. to have an appointment, 
And so I'm like listening and trying to be observant because of what happened months before this. And there was absolutely nobody out there waiting at the door or, or in the driveway. I'm thinking this is so weird because it's only like two and a half months ago, uh, people were like knocking down the walls trying to get in to see a house. And we went from that to this. And it's going to, I think it's going to be. And then I've also had a couple uh, realtors that I, I've shown properties on before that they were under contract. They went back on market. Uh, they were under contract. They went back on market. I asked them, what's wrong? Did, was there an inspection issue? What's going on? Did, why did the, the appraisal not go through? And they said, no, it's none of those issues. Everything's fine with that. But uh, the buyers that were pre-approved or they had their mortgage already secured and underwritten um, did not show to the um, the closing table at all. So that seems wow. of those already were abandoned closings so far in the last month. Uh, wow. And that's not anything personal, like account, any transactions I've had. But when I've asked about why did it go back on the market, they're like, yeah, the, the buyers that were already signed and sealed and delivered for a, a loan did not show up at all to close. And that's mm -hmm. what, that's only going to, I think that's only the beginning of this. I mean, we're going to probably see more of that going forward, probably. Wow. That's a shame. Yeah. yeah it, it's sign of the times, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's probably what's happening is when, you know, when we look at, you know, check Facebook, the news and all that, and then also, uncertainty if you're going to have a job because our employment's rising here and you know especially i i feel bad for all and i want to say this out loud to everybody you know and i thank you to all our first responders for what you're doing for us and it's sad for like the you know the the disney employees that probably were there after maybe they were retired from their long-term careers and they were just wanting a you know a part-time job to help with their you know medical expenses and they maybe they drove one of the disney buses or you know what I mean? Like those really yeah. passionate employees, how they, you know, all these people that have been dedicated to the, those businesses that were just, you know, basically their jobs were wiped out because of what happened because the parks are closed now for yeah. you know, the time being. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's where I'm at on this. I don't think, yeah, we definitely have not seen the worst of it yet. Um, I think a lot of people are, are leaving or have blinders on in my opinion. So. Right. And yet, you know, I, I agree with you. And, and yet, in, in today's market condition, we still have we still have such low inventory. Where if you price a property right and it looks good, because obviously, at the end of the day, our business is a beauty contest and a price war. Right. At the end of the day, okay. Yep. So with low inventory, we're still putting our properties on the market. I'm talking about for sale, and still getting multiple offers. And still, and still having uh, a, a, a price contest, right. and that is a beautiful thing. I personally don't know how long it's going to last. Uh, again, it could be six months before we start, really, before the shift begins. Okay, here in Orlando. Uh, until then, if you have a property to sell, get it on the market now. If you're still looking to buy that that house that you that your dream house or what have you uh, interest rates are so, are so low regardless it's a great time to buy or sell however if you are looking to invest in real estate there's still opportunities out there however the best opportunities will be coming in waves 6 9 12 18 months from now so get ready for that investors and one way to get ready is is to get your cash, to have cash ready for 
for down payments or for cash sale purchases. And if you own a portfolio like I do, uh, I'm refinancing several of my rental homes right now because I bought them back in 2000, excuse me, uh, 2014 and 15. I've got all this equity in the property and all that equity doesn't do me any good. It's sitting out there in equity space. Doesn't do me any good. Doesn't get me any wealthier. It makes me wealthier only on paper. So I'm refinancing, doing 15-year uh, mortgages uh, and taking that money and putting it aside. Because I know one day soon, I'll be able to pick up properties 50, 60 cents to the dollar. It's going to come. Definitely. I agree, Dave. Well, let, before we go here in a second, uh, let everybody know what's the, I've got your information going down at the bottom of the screen, but tell everybody out loud the website again, as well as your phone number, or the best way to get a hold of your, a hold of you. Sure. Uh, rentsmartusa.com. We are, we are professional landlords. Uh, you can reach me at Dave at rentsmartusa.com. Pretty simple. Awesome, Dave. I really appreciate this conversation today and stay safe out there. Be well. And uh, again, this has been Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Uh, have a good day. And Dave, thank you again, sir. All right. Thumbs up. God bless. This has been Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Check out Nick's Facebook and Instagram page, Home to All 101, and his website, www.hometoall.life. Thanks for listening.